Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Zoobox Goes to the Movies. I'm your host, Sean. I'm here with the one and only Movie Ghoul. Give us a uh, Movie Ghoul. That's, that's uh, as we all know, that's Dan. That's a little funny games. We're starting it off. We're having a little funny games. A little start off light. Get the, get the energy up. You know what I Let's mean? Let's do it. Gotta get it up. 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 That's uh, what she said. So today we're going to be talking about the uh, new film, The Beef, Shia LaBeouf. It's up there. He's got a movie out, guys. It's very artsy. Okay, it's very artsy. It's going to pull your heartstrings a little bit. It's called Honey Boy. Honey Boy is directed by Alma Harrell. Harrell. Yeah. I believe uh, she seems like an Israeli. Israeli? An Israeli? You mean a Jew? A Jewish person? Oh, you, well, from, from, like, is it, from is, Israel, though. Is, is it is? Well, I guess Jewish Judy Jews a religion. I could I could I could be wrong here, dude. I have no idea. Like I'm just going I'm just going off base of her name, Harel. It's H A R apostrophe E L. Absolutely. Seems pretty Jewish. Seems Jewish. Okay. Anyways, this is her first feature length uh, narrative story. She's done a lot of. Short films and documentaries. That is kind of her thing over the past few years. So she's, uh, you know, she, this is high art. This is not a joke. This is not some Michael Bay movie. Wouldn't it be awesome if Michael Bay directed this, came back to Shia's life? Yeah, I directed, guess. Directed the fuck out of this. A lot more explosions. Lots. Anyways, so this is a. What, how would you describe the story? What would you say the elevator pitch, the elevator description of Honey Boy is, Dan? Trauma. <laughs> this is you go. This is this is how you pitch the movie. Yeah. Listen, no, it's. I, uh, I, I would say it's a uh, story about a father and a son relationship that is uh, very contentious, and how when we get older. We learn to deal with those things. Whether whether you, there's the you have the best parents in the world or not good parents. Well, it's like uh, it's semi autobiographical. It's a little bit about Shia's actual life working as a child actor. He had kind of a weird home life. His dad is kind of a failed entertainer. Was like a rodeo clown, um, kind of a skis ball a little bit. I guess you could say if you were going to be nice about it, a little skeezy. Yeah. And, um, and kind of just the hectic, unconventional childhood that you live when you're in that kind of a situation, and um, and then it kind of so it kind of goes through that. It's not a very long movie; it's actually only ninety minutes long. Um, it's kind yeah, of it's, it, it felt very in, in and out, like it felt very in and out. Like touches on has a very clear idea of what it's trying to say, and you kind of understand that right away. And especially, I think if you know the context of who Shia LaBeouf is. It's also a lot more apparent, like right away, what the movie is kind of getting at. But um, what did you think, Dan? What What are your thoughts on Alma Harrell and Shia LaBeouf's Honey Boy? Uh, I don't know. It was a, it was it was interesting. It was pretty good. I think it was pretty well written. Um. There was a lot of interesting set pieces and scenes and some weird shit, but I I I didn't hate it. 
but I didn't love it. I didn't walk away from this movie saying this is going to define Shia La- La- LaBeouf's career or whatever. Like, I I don't know. I, do you it think, was, it, do you think it's a res- like a resurgence is going to help him give him a little boost back into being like a mainstream guy again? Shia, Shia LaBeouf is a lot like Ben Affleck in this like situation of what's happened to him in his career. Ben Affleck maybe geek. Geekly or Googly, whatever that fucking Geely, Geely, yeah. And uh, then he made another movie that bombed really hard. And there he had like a couple. Oh, it was Daredevil. And well, Daredevil came out. Well, Daredevil didn't bomb. Well, I'm just saying, critically successful. Like people didn't want to work with him after that. He did Jersey. He did Jersey Girl and Geely very close together during the whole like J Lo. And then Daredevil wasn't very well received though. Yeah, but that came out years before. Okay, listen, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Okay, I'm saying my Listen. perspective. I don't care what the world thinks. I'm just saying he didn't make great movies for it. There's a few Get the bad... facts right! <laughs> Movie cool. There was a few bad trips up in his career, but he went yeah. and made, uh, like, Argo. Uh, he directed uh, The Town, I believe, as well. And, it, and he kind of gave him resurgence in his career. Goes and makes, uh, uh, what was the one with Missing Gone Girl? And they just kind of saw him trickling back up. Then he became Batman and... It kind of just really helped his career. It was actually him going to more of a directorial. Um, yeah, he did a uh, Gone Baby Gone. Was Gone like, Baby Gone? Was, that's that's the one he, I was thinking of too. He directed yeah. his brother. He, Casey Affleck was the star of that one, and he kind of that's how he got back into it. Yeah, yeah. And he and so had, he, could, he does have talent, but but Shia LaBeouf does have talent in writing a story. I think the story was pretty good. I don't know. if... Well, it's his life. Basically. But no, absolutely. But I think it's it's an interesting perspective about he's willing to open himself up in that way. But I think it's going to open. It made him look a little more human. Yeah, him being sure. a, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he and he really did do a great job as his father. Um, yeah, because you see all the crazy shit that he did for that couple year period when he kind of went crazy. Yeah, you just you think about him like a celebrity. Like you don't think about him like a person. And like I think he has I problems. Think yeah, I think you're completely right in the sense that it humanizes them. You gain perspective on why somebody kind of lashes out in the way that they, he did. Yeah. Um, and whether that makes him a good dude or whatever, I have no idea. But I would say you definitely gives you empathy for him as a person. You definitely want – now you want to see Shia succeed like <laughs> because well, as a consequence of this movie. I, I don't know if I want. I I don't mind him as an actor. I never really have. I think no, he's he, 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 he's he's good. He's good. He's a good actor. There's no. I don't think anyone. Yeah, he's definitely solid. Even in uh, like the uh, Transformers movies, he was never bad. No, those, those he, movies those are movies bad. Just, but they're just he's not yeah, bad. Absolutely agree. I never really had a big problem with Shia or or the way he did things, and and I think he really did break out what a lot of people have a hard t- time doing from being a child star to becoming an adult and then taking on that, you know, like you don't really see many of them being able to do that. Um, so when he came out like Disturbia, you remember, you know, that was like eagle eye. cheesy eagle eye, like these kind of dumb. And I can't remember what his, at least what I can remember, which is more of a series, like lawless, I lawless, think yeah. was one of the ones that you kind of, or you're like, okay, like there's something going on here. Uh, and this movie kind of brings it full circle as, yes, like you see the effect of not just his trauma as a child and how that like basically that cyclical effect of, of self-harm and uh, screwing things up uh, constantly in his life almost by choice. Yeah. No, he knew 
wasn't that he was stupid to the fact that he just didn't care anymore, right? And I think the the this kind of brings it full circle, saying maybe he can put that part of his life to rest. And that's kind of what this movie felt like as a viewer. Well, that part of his life is over. He kind of put his father to rest with this movie, maybe. Oh, for sure. I think he actually... Um, I've, I've watched some interviews... He did like an actor's roundtable with the Hollywood Reporter. I was gonna watch that. I it's didn't actually it's really good. I usually watch those every year. I like the directors' ones and the actors' ones. They're usually yeah. kind of insightful. And uh, he talked about that. This was like the first time he talked to his father in like seven years. Was when he started writing this, and it's so much of their life that he actually had to get his father's permission, like legally, like life rights. Yeah, and the, you know, and the. There's an interesting anecdote because they uh, were trying to get Mel Gibson to be his dad. Mm. And that's how they convinced their dad to give over the life rights. They said, well, we're talking to Mel Gibson. Which was obviously. Which is Mel Gibson. I think he was like about to pass. He was about to pass. No, they they literally just offered Mel Gibson the role. And Mel Gibson was thinking about it, which I, when I saw it, when I heard that, I was like, man, I kind of would have loved to see Mel Gibson. I think you would have been a. Yeah, I can see the there uh, before we get into I guess what you would call some the spoiler stuff. But there's a scene I would like to bring up that I think Mel Gibson would have been the pool scene. I think he would have been perfect for that. I mean, like when you think about how much Mel Gibson just hates Jews already. Oh man! Put him in the role of hating a little Jewish boy. (laughs) I mean, come on! I don't think that way, but I love Mel Gibson. I would never. I would never. I I think hey you know. Anyways, you hate who you hate. Uh, gotta embrace the hate. You know? Yeah, embrace yeah. He he he's he's a it, the I don't know. I think that's really interesting that they actually uh, he had to actually sign away basically his life rights. Like so you know, he had you, to say hey, which was crazy because I was like oh so that was like really he was really oh he got dad. paid though I bet he, he got was paid, just though. well I, it's not obviously not a very big budget movie. No 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 but I bet he got paid because if, if, if there's one trope in the movie, it's about money. Well, that his dad is a uh, opportunist, right? Even with his own son, I—I I mean, I, obviously, it's the Hollywoodisms. You know how? How can you really trust anyone's voice? Yeah, I guess you know, and because if I don't know, man, like that really makes me think. Then, well, he did sign away. Well, because it, it's, it's in character, right? It would be true to the character that you saw represented on screen in the sense that, like, oh, Mel Gibson's going to me, play me, so it's like self-aggrandizement. It's a little bit feeding into your narcissism. And also, he probably got a little check Oh, man, I wonder, I, wonder, I wonder how his, uh, how when he, like, you know, found out that his son is actually going to be playing him. Oh, he talk, how he took that. He, took, he talked to his dad about it, I guess. He didn't. His dad was, I guess, just okay with it. Because at that point, it was probably too late. Anyways, so he's just like... Well, no, hey. yeah. He's like, well, 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 I don't know. I wonder I wonder to see how they... maybe It reminded me, closer. everything about that, like that movie, um, which, by the way, I thought was okay. I thought it was okay. I think I'm more on your... I, I really enjoyed watching it. Uh, the moment-to-moment stuff, I thought Shia was pretty good. Like, I was not blown away where I felt like he disappeared into the role... Uh, that's Shia LaBeouf doing a performance. He's just not that kind of actor. You know what I mean? I, and, I, and that's okay. And that's okay. Yeah. That's not a criticism, really. 
Is this, this movie was, better than Richard Jewell? Absolutely, I think it is. I would say it's probably it's it's definitely more like unique than Richard Jewell. It is a unique. The structure of the movie is kind of what makes it enticing. What makes it interesting more than I think, because it's pretty predictable. Like in the sense of like you know what this deal is because we've heard the yeah. child actor story a thousand million times. I think this puts an interesting spin on it by the way that they structure the movie, by the way it kind of heightens some of the stuff. There's a little bit of surrealist as- aspect to it at times. Um, and I do think it is a more honest version of this where it's, it is, you can sense like it's painful. Some of it. Like yeah. there's a, there's a scene in particular when he's like uh, doing like kind of this reliving therapy where the, his therapist, yeah. when he's the older version, is making him do this, have this conversation with his father when he was a kid, like having it out loud. And that was pretty powerful because they do the cross cutting. Yeah. No, that was really good. And I, I actually, one of the scenes that I did think was particularly good, which it was in the trailer, so I saw it coming. But when he goes like, "Do you know how that feels to have your son pay you?" Like he gets into that yeah. whole conversation, and, was- he, and, and it's true. There, I can I can understand that I guess being older like man or even you as a father I can be like yeah that'd yeah. be kind of crazy you know it'd be kind of a crazy experience. Well, it's um, one of those moments of lucidity where like a person that's kind of a dirtbag and an opportunist, but it doesn't mean they don't know. It doesn't mean they don't have like feelings and they don't yeah. like realize what's happening. He's his dad pretends to be oblivious to it, being like, well, I, this is a situation for both of us, but really his dad's a leech. This is not good yeah. for their son for the son. His son's doing this for him because he loves his father. And then there's that kind of struggle. And this kid has to have these kind of thoughts and these moments being so young. He's like 12 years old when the movie takes... Well, when, he's, when they show him as a kid, he's like 12 or 13. Yeah. And he's like smoking cigarettes and, you know, hanging out with senoritas. Yeah, I, I was kind of curious as to... Did he bang her? Oh, they leave that pretty ambiguous. I think it's implied that, like, yeah, she takes his virginity. That's sick. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, she is attractive. Yeah, yeah, that's right, beef. I mean, she is she is attractive, but uh, not a bad first. You know, better than mine. There's, I don't know, dude. There's just some pretty wild. It was a pretty wild ex- experience watching it and just sitting there. But it wasn't like I said. I I, don't, I didn't rewrite the book on anything. It didn't really do anything that was gonna. Uh, I think Shia could win an Academy Award or an an Oscar or whatever they call it, Golden Globe for maybe the the writing. I thought the writing was really good. Not that yeah. it was this fanciful, but I enjoyed the conversations that were had. I think it does put an interesting spin on something you that is kind of predictable. You yeah. kind of see where it's going immediately. And that's and that's and it was kind of fun. In a sense, it was a little Richard Jewell esque, like that, you know. And it was predictable. It was predictable, absolutely. And that's and I hate it. But that's the reason why I'm not going to sit out here and try to prop this movie up and say it's amazing. I think the performances were good. The the cinematography was nothing to scoff at. It was fine. It was a fine movie. It was fine. I thought it was shot pretty. It's got that so sort of verite, like you know, in the moment docudrama, which makes sense that the director was a documentary filmmaker because that's it's shot like kind of documentary esque. Camera's always kind of moving in this kind of done a lot of handheld work, a lot of like kind of moving in and out of characters as yeah. if they're just in the room recording what's happening. Not a lot of um, 
not a lot of staging going on. But it was a. Uh, it was. I thought it was pretty well done. It reminded me of a movie from like the early two thousands, a lot too. Like there was a crop of back in the, the heyday of the indie the indie film boom of the early. It, 2000s. I kind of reminded me of Brick. Like I was like, yeah, uh, when it came out of that same era. Yeah, like, like era. Brick. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is I love Brick in a lot of ways, but the dialogue in Brick is really what separates it. Uh, to me than anything yeah. but that's for a later time there's there's this is a movie that i think anybody could go uh should go watch and should should especially maybe if they someone with a similar experience maybe not necessarily from the aspect of uh being a child star of the financial stuff you're just having trouble with their parents or maybe someone yeah. would i really identify with this more than i would i think you there's, know there's definitely broadly anybody can empathize with this idea of disappointment of of your parents or something like that it's pretty universal some of the stuff um you know as the resident uh daddy issues brother in the deegan family mm-hmm. uh, this is no ad astra let me tell you that much yeah ad astra is going to bring you to your knees uh, it's going to make you reconsider things i promise you absolutely it's going to do it in a zero gravity way okay i You're mean it's hateless i mean it really is just uh, the story of Pinocchio. Isn't every story though? Uh, yeah. Actually, you, I, I was I was gonna say that earlier. I I then I just slipped out of my mind. But I was the like, this is like this is like a Jordan Peterson movie. Honey, Honey Boy. Honey Boy. I thought Ad Astor would be way more of a Jordan Peterson. Oh yeah, movie. no. It's like basically, I think Jordan Peterson was on set of Ad Astor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't you think you want to save your father from the space station <laughs> around Mars? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of instead of going to the underworld, you know, Brad Pitt's got to go to yeah, 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 find yeah. him out wherever he's at. Uh, uh, no, no, it's I, like literally that. <laughs> there is there is no uh, saving. I think anybody, and I think that's really maybe that what this movie was trying to drive home is that you can only save yourself. Um, like so, because like, that was what ha- his all the trauma and all the experiences he had as a child led to him to be an erratic behavior and maybe some sort of god complex or something and. And the real process of healing is knowing that you can only really heal yourself. You can't fix your father. Oh, you can't fix your yeah. what happened to you already, but you can only work on yourself from here on out. Yeah, but it's, a, it's understanding the foundations that were laid for you in yeah. terms of, of how you emotionally respond to things. You have to like understand yourself and where those things come from to really be able to confront them. And it also has that kind of universal, which I think is a very important prescient message is that you are not your trauma you are not your mistakes you are not the things that were done to you that's not like a lot of people kind of wallow in that stuff and let it be their defining quality right it it was kind of like a reminder that like yeah you can't let this define you you have to like move on you have to make in a weird way you got to make peace with the bad shit Absolutely, you know, and, uh, and I, so I always appreciate that when that's in a movie. And I think that's what this movie was, if anything, for Shia. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe yeah. it was coming full circle, or maybe that's just what we're told, and that's Catharsis. what we should think. That's yeah. That's well, that's the narrative out there in the, during award seasons. So. I mean, you know, hey, very very cathartic and uh, powerful, powerful, powerful. But really. I, yeah, I, I think giving it a seven out of ten would be fair. Honestly, like, and that's even maybe a little too high. 6. Oh, come 5, on, 7. movie ghoul. 
Come no, on. no, is honestly, I, I dude, like anything seven and a seven is like a good movie. What does your heart say, tell you? What does your heart tell you? My friend? Anything over seven point nine is like you have to fucking see this. You gotta to be, at, you gotta be at Astro. That that is yeah maybe you know uh, I haven't honestly seen it so I only watched bits and pieces, but there's uh yeah no go check it out man that's what I say I say yeah. go check it out. It's a solid 7.5 for me, 7.5. Could bump to an 8 depending on your emotional state. You know, what if right. one day I was just in a very vulnerable place, maybe, and I had just watched Ad Astra, and, you know, I was ready for more. You know, maybe then I'd, it might get bumped to an 8, but I think 7.5 is fair, and I think that's a solid grade. This is a first-time, you know, feature filmmaker, okay? This is, uh, you, you can't be expecting the world from these people. Alma Harel, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. just a just a humble Israeli woman, probably owns a bakery. Don't all Israelis own bakeries in America? Isn't yeah. that the rule? I guess I don't know. Maybe I've, I haven't heard that one yet. Well, it's either you're in conservative media or you run a bakery. <laughs> I so I make the laws, Steve. I don't hey, make them. It is. It is. I make the laws, baby. But uh, yeah. Um, oh. So that's uh, Honey Boy. I do have a quick. This is not a record. This is an anti recommendation. Okay. I, a lot of people out there, I don't want you to get caught out on this. Okay. Because you're going to see this and you're going to be like, oh, maybe I'll check that out. Let me tell you what. You stay away. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Okay. Stay the fuck away from this movie. This movie is cancer. <laughs> this movie tried to kill my son last night. <laughs> um, we will. I'll never be the same and for the worst. Okay. This is uh, negative ad asterisk. Negative. That's negative. pretty bad. I mean, the movie goal might, this might be his movie of the year. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I have to still see it. It's, uh, it is, I don't know what the fuck happened to Kevin Smith, man. Like, I've been trying so hard. I'm like, I want to just, I'm, it's cool, man. Like, make the movies you want to make for the reasons you want to make them. And that's cool. Like, I respect that. Okay. But you're putting out this fucking. This this Jay and Silent Bob reboot, dude, it just was not clever. It was not funny. It was paced horribly. Like horribly. like it's like watching a movie from a first time filmmaker. That's what it felt like. Like that bad. Well, uh, I this guess movie, this movie is the Holocaust of movies. Independent cinema is dead. Kevin Smith has destroyed it. Well. I have Look at me! I'm turning into a movie ghoul. <laughs> it's a dark and dangerous path. Be yeah, wary. It's a, it's a three star. It's a three stars for me. Three out of ten people, not out of five. Yeah. Trying to do that slippery shit. Slippery. Listen, you stay away. Stay away from Jane Silent Bob reboot. If you like it, I will. This is. I will have to make a personal judgment on you, and and we will never be the same. We will never be the same. <laughs> All right, you got anything else you want to, any parting words, any recommendations you got for the the, the uh, movie world? What have you no. watched, Dan? What have you watched? Honestly, nothing. Oh, my God. He's a liar, dude. He's probably watched like three Netflix series. That no, I really, uh, no, really nothing that I can think of. I haven't watched anything in like a week or since I watched Honey Boy. That was the last thing I watched like from a cinema. I started watching The Lion King and I gave up after like 25, 30 minutes. 
Yeah, because that is another. That's anti Ad yeah. Astros. It's pretty bad. I couldn't believe it when I was like, "Really? Like this is the direction they went with this fucking movie?" I just turned it off after. Lion King's. It is crazy how bad that movie is. Like, I, it's, and it's still made five hundred million dollars. It's like you take the cartoon and you just take all the the charm and all the fun out of it. <laughs> and also, I don't know if we, I, I feel like we may have mentioned this before, but these these lions they have no dicks, they have no balls. Dicks are no balls. These are eunuchs. I don't know what's going on because there's tons of shots, dude. Like especially the famous scene where uh, Mustafa, whatever his fucking name is, gets thrown off the cliff by Scar. Like you would see some dangling balls if he was hanging like that. They show a shot from the ground up. Like you would see those balls. You would see those little fur balls. You'd see them jangling there like they're on a fucking thing in a car. You know what I mean? Like fuzzy dice. Yeah, like fuzzy dice. There we go. We made it. We got there. But uh, yeah, it's not good. It was like no. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even put that off realistic. my kid. Oh, dude. I wouldn't even put it on. I, my kid, he didn't even pay attention. He couldn't have cared less. Good taste. Good taste. Yeah. Same thing with Aladdin. He just did not give a shit. Like Aladdin talking, wasn't good either. No, it wasn't. It was better than Lion King, but it was not good either. It was not good. You know what I really like though? That Astro. Astro.